What is up, all of you Ugnots and Jawas out there? And welcome back to another episode of Mando Talk. As always, I am your host, Caleb Keller, and I am super excited this week to talk about The Bad Batch, Episode 10, heavy spoiler discussion, common ground, coming in hot. And coming in hot with me is your boy, Zach Horvath. Zach Horvath, what is up? What up? I'm loving the energy. I'm loving it. Bringing that energy. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah, let's get hype. Um, Happy to be here. Y'all know the spiel. Let's get yeah. into it. I Let's love it. Let's get into it. Bad Batch, episode 10. We're going to break it down from a fundamental standpoint. Oh, oh. But first oh. things first, Twitter poll, as always. Follow us at or follow us on Twitter at Mando Talk to get involved with um, our polls for every single Bad Batch episode, as well as other Star Wars polls. I'll just go ahead and make that plug. But our Twitter poll this week for episode 10, Zach, you want to read those results. You got those to the ready. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, as Keller said, at Mando Talk, you already know what to do. Go follow us. Join the conversation. Uh, We break it down into four tiers. This is how Mm -hmm. we do it around here. So let's, let's get into them. This week, 8% said not for me. Right? 24% said it's okay. Okay. 48% said good, but not great. Now, that's the first time in a while there. That's right. And 20% (laughs) said top tier. So we've got over 60 or almost 70% above Mm -hmm. that it's okay line, which is cool. Uh, Where'd you land, Keller? Good, but not great. Now, this might be surprising, though. I almost went with it's okay. After my second watch of it, you know, so to be completely honest, I watched it for the first time and I was engaged fully the whole time. Mm -hmm. You know, the action was really good this week. Like I was and the action ran quick. Like a lot of these things happened quicker than I thought they would. I thought maybe Mm -hmm. they could have drugged this story out another episode if they really wanted to. But no, they just drilled it home. So first watch it kept me busy, so I was good with it. I thought it was good, but not great. However, second watch, there wasn't like that one moment that, you know, when you go back and rewatch something to where the whole time you're rewatching it, you're like, oh, I can't wait until this thing pops up. There isn't really one of those moments. It's just like a eh, kind of thing like, oh, that's cool. Oh, Hunter did something really sick there. I love that little stun move that he just pulled. Ooh, I like that little connection that Omega and Hunter have at the end. It's like one of those things, but it's nothing like, oh, this is so substantial and I have to catch every single second of this thing. That's why, you know, now that I'm looking back on it after I kind of voted initially, I was in that in between with it's okay or good, but not great. But I did think the action was good. So I went with that good, but not great selection. What about you, Zach? I am right there with you. I okay. went with good, but not great. Um, about a halfway through the episode, I was like, this is good, mm-hmm. but it's okay for me. Um, yeah. I was in the it's okay about halfway through the viewing, the first viewing. And uh, I don't remember what happened. I just remember the episode ending and I was kind of more satisfied than I was at that point. So I, that's why I bumped it up to good, but not great for me. Sure. Um, and I think a part of me, recognize that we were due up for this. You know, you see a guy hitting Homer after Homer, you know, he's due up for a strikeout, right? Yeah. Uh, So I think that lessened the blow as well. Um, But it was, it was good. Um, Yeah. If, if we had a, it's fine, maybe Mm -hmm. above. Okay. That's where it would land for me. I think that's a good, Um, because it's fine. It's a good episode. We get 
some good character moments. We get uh, Sid back. You called it. Um, Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> boy. Uh, yeah, we went back to Sid. Um, that was cool. I was surprised. All right, well, I, we'll get into it. We'll get into okay, it. Sure. But initial take, good but not great. It's fine. It's fine. And, and then <laughs> I, I don't fault you for that. And you, you nailed that to a T when you said, you know, series seasons have these kind of episodes you know in the bad batch we had a two or three there for a while that were like this level and these past few weeks have all been top tier and i think we we realize now what top tier looks like in the bad batch it's sometimes hard to you know determine what is actually top tier for this content and we got we know what that is now with the bad batch and it just didn't quite make it there this week which again is a-okay but let's go ahead and dive deeper into this episode we're going to dissect it from beginning to end uh i have already kind of shared some of my thoughts though those of you that are subscribed to our youtube channel i do those quick initial spoiler takeaways on uh friday mornings fresh after my first watch so usually i'm pretty hyped amped up even though i'm recording those really early in the morning <laughs> uh but I, I'm very excited to hear Zach's take on this episode, and I hope you guys listening are excited for that as well. So the very first thing, and I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, Zach's going to love this. The opener of this episode, we get those Imperial vibes. We got Rack. We, we are on Raxus. That is actually a planet that we've seen before in the Clone Wars. Cool little connections there. I love when they do that. But we see the Senator Avi Singh publicly defying the imperial presence and rules. And the citizens go ham. They go crazy for it. They love it. This is the first time we're seeing this in the Bad Batch. The last time we saw a crowd of citizens welcome the Imperials with cheers. This was a very different reaction. So what did you think, Zach, of this imperial, ooh, we're going to scare these guys to death because they are not listening to us? Let's go in. What do you think? Um, well, initially, of course I loved it. Um, mm -hmm. it was a little jarring for me. I will say that I know it's a have your cake and eat it too, but I felt like it was a little out of nowhere. Okay. Uh, we just, you know, we haven't heard really anything like this and we just start the episode with this random people on the, to me, random planet. And I was sure. like, what is this? However, uh, I got over that in about half a second and I was like, all right, here we go. We're finally getting, I saw that, you know, the chick walk out on the thing with the girl. I was like, here we go, baby. Um, and so I don't know. Um, I didn't know who the guy was. I was waiting for you to say, oh, this guy's from this thing and that thing. And I actually did my own research this time. And yeah. I guess he's from nothing. Am I okay. wrong in that? I was, no, I was about to say, you know, I know nothing about this guy. So maybe yeah. you knew something that I didn't know. <laughs> I looked it up and I think he's from nothing. But, it, you know, yeah. hey, you know, listeners, let us know. What are we wrong? But um, I, I thought he's from nothing. But the Empire, I love seeing it be more of the Empire we know where they yeah. are like, you know, kind of bending your arm and they're like, hey, uh, how about you just be quiet and listen to us? I agree. And, and, and those big was, things were sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Imperial we got, monsters were awesome. We've seen those before in Attack of the Clones a little bit. Definitely in the original Battlefront video games. Uh, yep. me, and, me and Jacob used to love getting on those things and just wrecking havoc. Uh, but yeah, you're right. that It opened, honestly, yeah, it's kind of jarring because, you know, we haven't really had this check-in on the Empire mm -hmm. in a while, and we haven't been to this place before uh, or in this show at least we don't yeah. really have a connection to this place in this show presently 
But yeah, I mean, after you get over that initial thing, it dives straight into it. We see a new droid, GS8. Thoughts on that droid? I mean, I don't really have any big thoughts on that droid, but anything particular that you got from her? I think it was, I think, I think GS8 was kind of like a female-ish droid. I don't know. Well, don't know. her her humor worked for me. Yeah. Uh, it worked for me in the episode. I thought it was perfect droid, kind of C-3PO type, mm-hmm. you know, well, I guess just droid humor. I don't know how sure. else to say it. Sure. Where they're kind of dumb and very literal and it just works. Uh, so yeah. I thought it was good. All right. Absolutely. Well, again, solid opener. And then we dive deeper into it. The Bad Batch is back on Ord Mantell. And again, I called it last or, or on Thursday. We called it two weeks stream. ago. Did we? There we go. I, I'm pretty sure you did. And I was like, no, I don't know if we go back. I think we go to Rex. But uh, yeah. no, you called it, man. I still think, though, that... The, we're not getting the closure of the bounty hunter life that I thought we were getting though. It, it's like they're diving. That's what I was going to say before I, I called them, you know, going away from the bounty right. hunter life that they've done with it. Mm-hmm. But then they just go back and do another bounty. It's like, exactly. Okay. That's fine. I mean, yeah, it was, it was very interesting. And as soon as they arrive back, Sid just floors them with, Oh, here's a new job for you. You're going to Raxus. Uh, and, we get kind of the plot point set up of Omega being left behind. Hunter is against accepting this job, first of all, to aid former separatists. So that was a, ch- a challenge, a struggle to get over. And then, yeah, he instructs Omega to stay because, I mean, it's hot right now. Uh, she is being chased by not, or in, in their opinion, not by just one bounty hunter, but two bounty hunters. They don't know that Finnick was really there just trying to protect her but it was interesting there nonetheless what did you think about that as before that mission got started i liked the idea that hunter was kind of being you know the leader and saying Mm -hmm. look guys we have two bounty hunters after us bounty hunters that's what these people do and they almost got her twice they got her really yeah so how about you just stay here especially if we're going on to a separatist planet Mm -hmm. like we can't risk it. And I, I love the call that he kind of, it's a dad, the father figure type thing, but also it's a great leader call because sure. she does not need to be there. She doesn't need to be on the team, but we're not going to get into that. I mean, okay. she's like a kid. Yeah. 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 Going out into battle and stuff. But for this specific episode, it makes a lot of sense to me. And I liked seeing Hunter kind of put his foot down and say, no, you're not going um now by the end of the episode it looks like that's not a thing anymore but um so i really liked uh seeing sid have her character moment of you know i'm this grizzled bounty hunter leader or whatever you want to call this i don't know what her role would be but um her open up to omega i thought was great i thought it was really great we definitely got some new character connection between those two. And I was starting to become on the train of, you know what? I don't care about Sid anymore. Like she obviously, I don't know if she really has a heart. Honestly, it's just Dude, more about yes. money. It uh, gave me, yeah, she shows it this week. It gave me just enough. Cause I was starting to be just like you said, where I was about to be like, all right, Sid's just a scumbag and really doesn't care. Yeah. But then you get that little trickle where she I'm getting ahead of ourselves here, but she she's like really hateful to Omega where she's like, well, you're just useless. And then the the bar people kind of look at her like like that gum. Oh, and then come on. she realizes like, 
okay. And to be fair to Sid, she's dealing with bounty hunters and just scummy people all the time. I'm sure it's hard to turn that off, but uh, I, I love seeing her open up to Omega and then, of course, doing what she does best and making money. Absolutely. Yeah, she sees an opportunity and she <laughs> takes advantage of it. And we'll definitely get to that yeah. uh, here in a second. But I want to go back to the point you made about Hunter. Uh, you know, uh, me as a viewer, because I've just come to love Omega, I was disappointed in Omega not being part of the mission. But you're 100% correct in saying that, you know, him being the father figure, him being the leader had to make that decision. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like everyone else in the group was against that, honestly, especially Wrecker. Wrecker wanted Omega there on that yeah. mission. But again, Hunter is just realizing, you know what's really at stake and i mean he's the one that took the shot in the chest so i think he's get he gets to make the decision yeah 100 <laughs> i didn't even think about it like that but yeah like listen but, guys listen she's not going <laughs> yeah well anyway they do end up going on the mission they get over the idea of, or they eventually get over the idea of aiding a former separatist uh echo really struggles with it dude i loved echo being against it though and it made sense that Echo would be the one to be like, I don't really like this because he's really the only, you know, normal-ish type clone. And I really liked that that character beat because then we get it come to fruition here at the end. And we'll talk yeah. about that. But Yeah, for sure. Well, we get to Raxus. And man, honestly, Raxus is absolutely stunning. It's beautiful. I love the look of it. Again, yep. the, the planets that they're traveling to just look fantastic in this animation style. And as soon as they get there, again, they make contact with GS8. You know, I wasn't sure there for a second if GS8 was actually reaching out to Sid at the very beginning. I thought maybe there could have been like a middleman somewhere, but it actually ended up being like straight up just one-on-one. -on -one. Sid re or GS8 reached out straight to Sid, and, you know, that caught me by surprise there for a second. I thought maybe we could have got another character reveal there. Did you have any thoughts on that, or did you think, you know what, no, it was just straight up Sid? I thought it may be Rex in the in the Separatists Ooh. or the Rebels okay. uh, for a second. Um, I, I wasn't sure if we were already going to get there, and it didn't make sense in terms of the story of already doing that. But mm. for a second, I did think like, oh, all right, I guess this is where they bring in the Rebels and, and Rex and, and that angle. But I was good with seeing Sid. And then, okay. of course, in my head, I went, Keller, nice job. <laughs> let's go let's go well again and we we flash back and forward here throughout this little part of the episode of going to omega and we've already mentioned that we have this scene where omega is very you know upset about not being on the mission uh and again sid is just connecting with her then we flash back to the crew they are beginning their extraction extraction tactics and hunter even mentions omega he's like look omega's got to go do this thing for the mission and uh they're all like well uh She's not here, bud. <laughs> yeah, I love that, man. Yeah. Because that just, that proves to us that she truly is a part of this group and yeah. that she has a place in all of their hearts, that he's calling on her to do mission stuff. Very cool. Very cool. Right, right. And then again, another flash to Omega. And this is where, you know, my favorite part of the episode, Omega displaying her strategic abilities and Sid becoming aware of it. Uh, now, for me, now that we know this idea of uh, Omega being a pure genetic replication of Django Fett, I keep coming back to that. Every little thing that we know about Dude. her, you know, originally at the beginning of the show, you know it. Those of you that have been listening, I was all on board with the Omega's force sensitive thing. But now looking back on it, it's just 
Django Fett's DNA inside her. And it's great to see that. Um, and if I was to have not known that, I probably would have pointed this to being some form of force ability, force sensitive kind of thing. But it's just her being a Fett. Like yeah, that, not, that's where fet. that's where my mind went was it started at. Oh, yeah. Oh, OK. Maybe she is force sensitive. And then I went, no, 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 no. It's the Fett in yeah. her. And I loved it, man. I really loved it. And I agree that um, it really, we've talked about it before. And I think we even referenced it on our TikTok. But uh, we're talking about how she is a FET and it kind of makes everything go boom, 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 boom. This is just another like revolution or resolution, I guess is what it is. Yeah. Right. Where it's like, man, revelation. That's the word. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> revelation where it's like man it's the fat coming out of her and the fact that she's able to be a huge help like a, a bigger help than being on the mission probably um mm-hmm. like i loved i loved it i loved it absolutely and yeah that sit again is just hopping on that making that dough opportunity here dude uh, she's a freaking good business person business she is woman. she really is she really is <laughs> well again we have one of those other flashes. We go back to the Bad Batch crew, and they actually get to the senator. Again, it happens quick. I thought this was going to be one of those things that they might have drug into the next episode, but nope. They get the senator. They begin to escape by commandeering one of those walkers, and this is where that really cool moment that I mentioned at the top where I gave my quick takeaways uh, of this episode. Hunter with his little sliding under one of those walkers and stunning all of those clones along the way. Sick move. I was like, oh, let's go. Hunter is just crushing it. Uh, and then it <laughs> leads to a cool, a cool shootout there. And yeah, I mean, honestly, after all that, it just all goes down. They escape by blasting a hole in a wall that leads to an underground passage. And that's it, man. They they finished the mission. What what did you think about that sequence? Um I thought it was sick. I loved seeing the clones do what we have heard about them doing. Or, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we, we know they're capable, but in this show, we haven't really got to see them work as a team taking down people like this. And I thought it was interesting. They weren't shooting people. They were uh, stunning people. Right. But that was an interesting touch that they just weren't murking people. Um, why do you think? Why do you think they're not just killing them? Because well, they're clones? I mean... It's their brother. I mean, that throughout That's what the entire Clone Wars, we we come to know these this all the all the clones. They all view each other as brothers, whether they bump into heads throughout the the show or they actually just have general passion and love for each other. Regardless, at the end of the day, they're brothers. Even though the Bad Batch is special and they have these abilities that other clones don't, I still think they have that connection with them. So that's yeah, what I, I imagine. So that it's just as simple as that but it looked like they were stunning them back right if you go back and watch the episode again they're yeah. shooting blue blaster bolts or blaster shots i didn't notice that the, i didn't i did not catch that i might need to go watch it a third time maybe well they didn't make the weird like sound that the sure. stun shot makes so maybe i'm just really digging into it when i shouldn't be but hey, i thought fine. that it's was interesting that, that they were well, I thought they were interesting that they were shooting stun shots. So then I started paying attention and then I saw the blue shots and I was like, hmm, maybe I'm just looking into it. So you guys let me know what you think. Uh, yeah. You know, also good plug. Tell us in Discord. You can come mm. over to our Discord. Um, it's free. Should be in the comments or whatever you listen to through the podcast. Uh, yeah. We have good conversations just like this all the time throughout the week. 
you can uh, let us know what you think and you can be a part of the show. So come on over to discord. But uh, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that they were stunning them, but I figured it was because they were their brothers and they didn't want to just, you know, stone cold murder them. Right. So. Right. And I think that might be a thread that we continue to tug at throughout the, uh, rest I think of it'd be a good season. one. I think it'd be a good one to tug on, uh, be a lot of good character moments in there, but overall I thought it was cool. I loved seeing Hunter do his thing. And, um, was it really fast? Sure. It, it was these 25 minute episodes, man. I'm spoiled, I guess, cause I need that <laughs> time to let it marinate. And I feel well, like, yeah. I'm getting to the point where these episodes don't have time to marinate. They just and then do you dump. think do you think that the Bad Batch would serve better as one content dump rather than a weekly one hundred percent, man, one hundred percent. I had or if anything, do a, under that boat or a half season, half season. I feel like people haven't touched on enough is how to drop content. Now, this may be a controversial topic or no one cares, and I'm just thinking about it too much again. <laughs> who's to say you have to go weekly, and who's to say you have to dump it all? Why, why can't we have like three episodes, three episodes, three episodes, or four and four, hmm. or half and half? You know, like, let's mix it up. We're in a streaming world out here now. That's not going away. That's the future. Sure. We got to figure out other ways to do, you know, time dumps. And who's to say that we do it in episode form? You know, make it four or five episodes and they're two hours each, three hours each. Hmm. Um, well, I, that's I don't interesting. Know. I mean, that's a, probably just a challenging conversation as far as the industry as a whole. I think, I think it, it would is. be great. Like I could see that being applied to Star Wars animation because usually they have like these two to three episode arcs exactly. where they could just dump that one story at one time. And then the next week, jump dump the the next story piece of two to three episodes of That's right. however many now, however, I will say the bad batch so far hasn't been as clear as previous, like clone wars or rebels where they have these two to three episodes in a row that all go together. And then it just jumps to a completely different story. Bad batch has been very linear throughout. So bad batch isn't as easy as those other ones, but I could still see how it could be applied. And that's why I say like a half season, half season for bad batch. Because yeah. it, in my opinion, it lends itself to binge watching, but I would love to, you know, have that middle ground to, mm -hmm. to talk and, oh man, I, I love Omega and where it's going to happen next. And Rex and is out there and, you know, all that cool stuff we could, you know, do water cooler talk, but, right. uh, that's a, that's a hypothetical. That's probably not going to happen anytime soon. So no, I think <laughs> Disney plus is thriving right now with this yeah. weekly weekly yeah. dump so yeah it's probably not changing anytime soon but the next thing in our bad batch episode here the senator you know as they are trying to escape i thought it was good to see this it's just clear that he's a good leader he struggles with leaving the planet with leaving his people and i love this line i love the use of this line anytime it's used when echo says live to fight another day that is the bad batch's motto that should be every character in star wars's motto at this point especially at this time in the galaxy with everything going on yeah live to fight another day so we're definitely not done with that senator i'm gonna assume that we're gonna see him later throughout this season do you agree with that or do you think he, it was just one of those prediction things he's gonna be our thread to take us to rex in the separate in the rebels Ooh. interesting um, now he did get like dropped off with Sid or whatever, mm. and, and maybe that's not accurate. But it, I don't know. It it we seem to dwell on him a lot, and and maybe yeah. it's for the echo effect. 
uh nice. for the echo effect where uh where by the end of it he's looking at this separatist or this you know person who is who he was very much against and he's saying look live to fight another day let's do it you're a good person yeah. like come on we're here to help you come on I, I loved seeing that i love that moment by echo it's a small character beat it's really a c plot in the whole episode but mm-hmm. i loved it yeah i agree and i honestly didn't even catch on that and i'm glad that, again i'm glad that you are here to give that insight man i really yeah. appreciate it okay <laughs> next on the episode and this is actually the very last thing the bad batch returns to ord mantel omega is taking names at this game that they are playing with her strategy. She is knocking them out and she's drawing a crowd, which Hunter does not like. She is supposed to be laying low and she is not laying low, but she did make enough money to pay off their debt. So I think Hunter is very appreciative of that by the end of this episode. And this was my favorite moment of the episode was just the end, this father daughter type of connection they have where Hunter says, you know what? You want to play? If you beat me, you don't have to sit out on any of those missions uh, anymore. Now, I know I said this in my quick takeaway thing. I, I, I've i said it kind of like as a joke, but we got to know who wins between this match, man. Hunter Omega, this is as, as important as Anakin versus Obi-Wan Kenobi, man. Like, come on. <laughs> No, but in yeah. all seriousness, I think that Hunter's going to do one of those, you know, dad things where she, he lets her win. Because yeah. I think he he came to a realization of, you know what, I like Omega being on these missions, even though it might be dangerous for her. Uh, Omega needs to be by my side. What start, of episode, start of the next episode is going to be them finishing up. She or he can beat her, but he doesn't. Oh, whoopsie. And she wins. <laughs> right. OK, it's the dad. It's the dad thing. It has yeah. to be. Yeah. I, I don't I don't see Hunter being savage and just being like, boom, gotcha. No trips for you. You know, I don't see that being the case. So <laughs> I don't see I don't think so either. Uh, but I mean, that led me to an interesting thought. And it happened literally in the middle of my quick takeaways. And I didn't really know how to elaborate on it. So, Zach, hopefully you can elaborate on this. Who do you think is the better strategic individual? I know Omega's really young, but obviously she is very special and you know, maybe maybe it'd be a better comparison if the if we ask this question maybe ten years down the road when Omega's matured a little bit. What do you think? Who who in the long run, like compare Hunter's prime yeah. versus Omega's prime of their ability? Who would be right. a better strategic? I got character? the answer. Okay. It's gotta be Hunter. Okay. Okay. But here's why. Omega is a you know exact clone of Django. Mm-hmm. Right. So, well, ish. Um, but Hunter is a clone with the special ability. I see where, Correct. I see where you're going. Yeah. So when they may be comparable in that Django has a strategic, you know, mindset. But what I think about is like tech and wrecker where they have this ridiculous, almost superpower level of, of brains and brawn I think Hunter has the superpower level of strategy. So I don't know if Omega would ever get there. Um, but again, that's a, pheno- that's pretty a legit for being a, yeah, that's a great answer and a great argument. I think the only argument for Omega is 
she's a fit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's legit. No, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, she's she's she is legit for being. Yeah. I, do we know how old she is? I don't think we do, right? Phenomenal question. And again, you know, we talked about how last week gave us so many answers, yet it's, it, it has so many questions still. Mm-hmm. Like, I still don't think we have given enough attention to why is she female or how old is she or why Omega? How Omega? What Omega? Yeah, 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 that's right. I, I, I believe that that's going to be a huge point at the end of the season. Yeah, I agree. Like very end. Yeah, I think that would be a perfect, perfect location for that. Um, you know, it really just depends on if they want to make multiple seasons, and I, I still believe they want to. You know, you made us worried last week when you talked about how <laughs> difficult it was to find the Bad Batch on Disney Plus, and I saw that this week. It was ever hard since, today. Ever since you pointed it out, I've been looking and dissecting that way too much now, and yet again, the Bad Batch was not like top top on the screen first thing. No, and, I mean, it was, granted, it was Loki, four on the screen. Right, and Loki is hitting its stride right now. It's a live-action Marvel yeah. show. I mean, it's coming down to the wire, so of course that's probably going to be the top top slot but come on bad bad should at least be number two right on the day it drops on the freaking day it drops it should be number one i don't understand um but hey i feel like i'm doing this a lot tonight if you're on youtube you know (laughs) throw my hands up (laughs) but uh no i i don't know man um i i think i wanted to touch on this too about the debt being paid off Ooh, Pretty yeah. much, sign okay. still delivered bounty hunter stuffs over, right? You think so? Yeah, I think that that cuts it off, and that's why I say that um, I think that senator is going to be our thread to Rex, okay? Because um, that's I don't know what else we can do with the bounty hunter stuff yeah. unless we get one more mission that you know goes. And then they connect up with them and then it goes into the Rex type stuff. But Hmm. I want that. I'm ready for it. I'm sick of screwing around with with the other stuff. No, I don't disagree with you. And it would make sense for them to be able to now leave the bounty hunter life because the debt's been paid. But I guess I just want to see that character moment of Hunter coming to the realization that bounty hunter life is a no-go like we we gotta stop this rather than it being oh our debts paid off so we can just carry on we'll come back and, to this if we so, ever need to uh yeah. but i want him to come to the realization that no we never need to come back to this at all so i still feel like there could be works work there done for them to come to that realization i'm on the fence about it i'm on the fence okay. about that i think um I, I think it's going to go one of two ways. I think you might be right that they do one more mission and it goes bad or they do something that's bad and they're like, this ain't the life for us. Right. Then we do the good people, like be the heroes and stuff. Yeah. And you would um, think the mission where Crosshair, where all that went down, you know, the midpoint of the season, we all thought, you know what? That was it. They're done with this. Yeah. Right? They went back to it this week. And, and that's why I think that, that the debt being paid off is might be the sign seal delivered of Bounty Hunter life. Okay. Um, because we've heard them say it before. We don't want to go back and be Bounty Hunters. Once our debt's paid off, we can use this stuff to pay it off, that stuff they got off the ship, and then we'll be done with Sid. So yeah. they're done with Sid. I just, I don't know. I don't, 
I want to, I want that moment with Hunter, but I don't know mm-hmm. if we're going to get it. Well, I could see it going either way, honestly. Um, I think there's arguments to be made for both sides and both, I think both directions have been justified at this point. If they wanted to go one way or the other, I think it'd be a okay, yeah. but that's the episode. Uh, there isn't, there wasn't much to dive deep into. It was a very much so on the surface level kind of episode. You know, we had the action. It was quick. We got through it quick. They got it done. Omega is, you know, being awesome. Omega is just being great. Uh, and that's it, man. The bad batch episode 10 is in the books. We have six, six episodes left. What do you think? Where do you think we're going? I'm telling you, man, that's that's why I say we've got to we've got to touch on crosshair stuff. We got to get the bad batch with the rebels, and we've got to get Omega answers. So I think crosshair and Omega answers are going to be you know tied together Mm -hmm. because they're they're going to have to go back to uh, Camino and tie that string up somehow. Um, Mm. But really don't know i i don't know how they're gonna do it um it kind of excites me but it kind of scares yeah. me at the same time <laughs> definitely well and we know at the end of this thing the empire is still gonna be number one in the galaxy so that doesn't give you positive vibes yeah kind of <laughs> kind of a bleak outlook for sure and that's why i say i think that the end of this this season is gonna be maybe we don't see him with the rebels i've been saying that a lot here lately but maybe that is what season two is. Yeah. You know, maybe the end, the end of this season is where they finally accept that they want to be with them. And the empire is very bad. And maybe crosshair being killed or, or used pushes them even farther into saying the empire is bad and we're going to fight against them. Yeah. Maybe that's the angle they play. I don't know. I- I think that one of those three plot lines is not going to get answered and that'll be their justification for a second season. They will either. So like you said, the three things crosshair, mm-hmm. uh, them joining the rebels and Omega, Omega. uh, they're going to leave one of those probably unanswered. And if I had to guess, it would be the rebels thing. Exactly. I agree. And I think, um, I just think that's the natural way things are going. And, and like I said, now that I think, now that I've said it, I think that crosshair idea may be the answer that pushes them into being against the Empire. Sure, yeah. Or maybe maybe something happens to Omega. I don't think she's going to get killed or anything, but I think, you know, maybe they take her and, like, actually take her. Mm. I don't know. Well, I don't know, we man. we'll see. We will see, and guess what? Mando Talk is going to be there to talk about it with you and break it down and have a ton of fun with it. But that is our Bad Batch episode for this week, episode 10. We enjoyed it. I think we both said good but not great. Honestly, it was kind of on that fine line, though, of potentially it's okay. But I think because the action and because the pacing of it all put us in that good but not great category. But I'm hoping for, you know, maybe we'll get a top tier episode next week. Who knows? We'll see. But we will be here to cover it. You know, if you want to continue to get more from us, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at Mando Talk. Uh, Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, You can just type in Mando Talk in uh, youtube and you'll find us or you can click the mando talk uh, youtube link that's in our description if you're on podcasts and we appreciate the support zach i appreciate you being here this week any closing thoughts 
Nope. I'm excited about next week. Um, it didn't leave me, you know, chomping at the bit, but um, I'm excited to see where we go. I, I hope it sticks the landing for the end of the season coming up here. Hope so too. Well, we're going to get out of here. We hope you have a blessed week. And as always, we have spoken. <laughs>